Welcome to the True Identity Podcast, where we will discuss topics related to your physical, mental, and spiritual health. I'm your host, Nikki Romani. As a certified life coach and athletic trainer, I am passionate about helping individuals discover their true potential, becoming their authentic self, all the while enjoying life in the process. Are you ready to get started? Let's go. Are you overwhelmed with your finances? Is money a topic you are very uncomfortable talking about? Well, in this episode, I have the honor and privilege of interviewing one of my wise and intelligent friends who is a financial coach with Dave Ramsey. She is a preferred financial coach, and let's just say she knows what she's talking about. She is very smart, very passionate about this topic, and I get to interview her, and we talk about how to deal with that feeling of overwhelm. She gives some great tips and insights as to creating a budget, and we just talk about that money mindset, about changing the money mindset. So I hope you enjoy this episode as I interview my dear friend, Julie Gannon. I'm here with Julie and she is a really good friend of mine, but she's also a financial coach and she's one of Dave Ramsey's preferred financial coaches. So I wanted her to come on and talk to us about changing your money mindset. So thank you, Julie, for being here. Thanks, Nikki. It's great to be here. It's always cool to say you have a friend that has a podcast. So thanks for being that person for me. No problem. You're welcome. I enjoy it. <laughs> and now I'm so excited to have you as a guest. So first of all, I want to I want to kind of take it back and talk to you a little a little bit about how you got into this and what I know this is such a huge passion of yours and now you're volunteering and helping kids with this mindset of talking about money. So how did you get into all this? Yeah, so I like many people graduated college with a mountain of student loans. I when I was 20, you know, 22 years old, I all of a sudden looked up. I had $60,000 worth of debt. Um, a lot of most of that in school loans, but also a car loan um, as I was kind of getting out on my own and starting my career. And I just somehow stumbled upon Dave Ramsey's work and realized that there was a path and a, a method that really worked um, to get myself out of debt. And I just put my head down and not kind of on my starting salary as a recent college graduate paid off all $60,000 worth of my debt in a little bit less than three years. Um, so, it, and truly beyond the obvious financial um, benefits of doing that, it just really changed my life just in terms of the, the mindsets I adopted around money, what it means to me to be financially secure and at peace. Um, but then also just the things that it opened up for in my, opened up for me in my life, you know, not having debt is just, or having debt is such a huge stress and it, it starts to be all that you can think about if you're figuring out how to pay bills and how to pay off your debt. And it really can take so much of your mental energy that you don't even know about. Um, and it changed my life so much that ever since then, I've just loved talking to people about money. I've helped um, family members pay off all their debt and friends. And then finally I realized I needed to, to do this for real and become a financial coach. 
Yes. And you've been so helpful for me too. (laughs) So Julie led a group, a small group of us through the Financial Peace University and was so helpful because she personally went through it and then was able to use her own story to help us. And I know, like, I think a lot of people who listen to this probably have that student loan or you know, those debts that pile up. I know I'm still working on paying off debts. So um, I appreciate your knowledge and your passion for this. So how can people change their mindset towards money? Um, I think with money, it's people are usually like either afraid of it. um, They think they're bad at managing money. It seems so overwhelming that they don't even want to look at it. Um, and I, I say the biggest thing about people who are scared of money is that money is a tool. Um, it can be used for good. Um, and it, there's no inherent morality tied to money. It's neither good nor bad. It, it's just something that you use um, in your life. So that's one thing I would encourage everyone to think about is money as a tool. Um, the second thing I would say is that being, you can't be good or bad at money. Um, managing money is a skill. Like you're not just, you don't just get born being bad at money. Um, it's a skill that you learn how to use. So essentially like, how do you create a budget? How do you manage your finances? How do you invest? Um, it's just a skill that needs to be learned. Um, so you have to just get it out of your mind that you're bad at money if that's what you think it is. Um, and then the other, the last thing, I think major mindset shift that people need to make is that they have people, there's a massive scarcity mindset around money. Um, people just grip so tightly to it because they're scared of not having enough of it. Um, and it's just like anything else that with an abundance mentality, the more you believe that money is available to you, that there's enough for everything that you need, the more that you'll start to loosen your grip on it. Um, and I use this analogy that is, I didn't make this up, but it's my favorite one that everyone should be holding their money with an open palm because uh, if you have your palm, you know, if you have your hand in a fist, nothing can come in. Yeah, nothing can get out, but you're not going to get any more money in. If you hold your money with an open palm, you're open to receiving more money and, and more being more giving um, enables you to receive more. So those I'd say are the, the three things that I encourage people to think about with their money. That's really good. And I love that you talk about it's a skill because I think we do, we think that we're really bad at money or the people who have a lot, they're really good. They must have some secret. What is it? I need to know. But I totally agree with that because I think like growing up, I wasn't really taught about money. And so I, I, I'm in this debt now because I wasn't taught to, you know, steward well or the skills. I wasn't taught those skills to be able to, you know, manage my money well. And so now I'm learning it as an adult. (laughs) But I think a lot of people, yeah, and I think then we tag that on as like, well, I'm just bad at this. But like, I love that you said it's not that you're good or bad. It's a skill set. And with anything, you need to learn and grow and develop those skills. And I also love the analogy of the open palm, too, (laughs) because you're right. Like if we're hanging and a lot of people have that scarcity mindset of just like hanging on to what we have, because if we like let a if even if we like slightly open our palm, it's going to fall out or, you know, but you also I like what you said about also receiving as well. Like you can't receive anything when you're 
closing your fists as well. And I think that also kind of talking about um, tithing because we're both Christian women and women of faith. And so that too of like giving God all the, the little bit that or whatever we have and he will bless us with that because we have that open palm mentality. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, that's, and I think that's probably like the other significant thing that if you are a Christian and you believe that nothing we have is ours. Um, and I think having a, a manager versus an owner mentality is that's probably the last really, really significant shift that if, if you really, really want to change forever, your mindset amount money, you have to think about that everything you have is just God's and you're the one managing it. And so if you manage it well, he will give you more. It's like kind of the saying to those who have given, been given a lot, they have a lot of responsibility. And so you have to, you know, this isn't obviously not about salvation by works, but you have to be able to manage what you have in order to, to get more in order to have the ability to get more. So I think you kind of touched on that. It's one of my absolute favorite topics about money that I don't think I get to talk about it enough. Yeah. Yeah. And that's so, that's so true about everything. Yeah. That we have, if you are somewhat of faith and believe in God, everything we have is God's. And, and like you said, the responsibility part, I think if you are able to manage what you have, that may seem little now, what, like if God were to give you a bunch more, like how would you be able to manage that? So you got to learn those skills. Right. Right. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. And I I think another thing too is people have a really hard time asking for help. And I know I have in in the past and I still do sometimes of like, because it's almost viewed as like going back to like being bad at it. You're like, I don't want this to be shown as a weakness. So I'm just going to do this in secret and try to figure it out. But then you just have all this stress and all this worry because you're not able to figure it out instead of seeking help from someone. And, and many people need it, you know? Yeah, yeah. In fact, a lot of people need it. So I think the statistic right now is that 78% of people are living paycheck to paycheck. I think 60% of people couldn't couldn't cover a $500 emergency. And so if you look around, almost everyone that you know is struggling with money in in some way. And there's just a stigma around asking for help about money that it's just we just don't talk about money, right? It's one of those just taboo topics that no one talks about. It's become very easy to ask for help with your health, your fitness, even mental health is way more mainstream right now. Um, But money is still so hard to talk about. And especially, you know, if you're feeling shame about um, if you're in a bad situation, um, it's hard, right? And the fact that you think you're going to get judged and but you have to remember that you weren't taught, probably. Most of us were not ta- taught how to handle money as a young adult. We all graduate from college, come out into the real world, and like all of a sudden, we're expected to know everything about how to manage our brand new income. And it's just people are just getting themselves in a bad situation, and there's nothing wrong with asking for help. Um, and the best thing you can do is to seek out someone that you trust that can help walk through it with you. So before we talk about financial coaching and what that is, I want to point out that you are volunteering at, it's a high school, right? And you're teaching these kids yeah, these a middle things. School, yeah. A middle school. I love that. I love that you're going yeah. to these schools because we talk about like, we, I mean, 
at the time when you're a kid, you don't realize that you need it. <laughs> so, um, yeah. So what, like when you're going to these schools, what is that like? Like talking to these kids, are they receptive to what you're talking to them about? Yeah. I mean, I just love it. Like you said, it's no, I hope if they can just take one thing away from our time together about when they get to meet an adult, um, we walk, we talk about, um, how to choose a career, even just starting from a career, like how to choose a career and how much it's going to cost to go to school. And then after they graduate, we do kind of activities around like, here's your, here's your sample income. Okay. What kind of car do you want to buy based on how much money do you make? And like, you know, budgeting and basic skills like that. What's the difference between a credit card and a debit card? And what happens when you put things on a credit card? And so it seems so basic, but these kids are just eating it up. And, you know, they're getting their first jobs. They're middle schoolers, so they're getting their first jobs this summer. And so they're teaching them how to save, give, and spend. It's, it's really powerful at that age. That, I love that so much because <laughs> I feel like, I, I mean, I've talked to kids who just think credit cards are like endless money and there's just nothing on the back end of you don't have to pay for it, which, you know, you just keep spending your mom and dad's credit card to swipe the card to swipe the card. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I teach them like use cash because you can feel it. If you hand over someone a $20 bill and you get back nine eighty one. Like, man, you feel like you just lost a lot of money right there at your Chipotle order. But if you put it on a credit card or your Apple Pay or your debit card, you don't feel it so much. So that, I mean, that applies to 16 year olds. That applies to me right now. That applies to anyone. So use cash. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And that is so true. I feel like there's more, I feel like now, cause going through financial peace university, Dave Ramsey talks about using cash. And I feel like now, whenever I do hand over cash, I'm like, Oh, Ouch. Yeah. <laughs> you, do, yeah. you definitely feel it more. <laughs> so let's talk about financial coaching. Like, what does that look like? Um, how do people find out more about it? And yeah. Yeah, sure. Um, so finance, as, as a financial coach, um, I a lot of what I do is teach some of those skills um, and help that we kind of talked about earlier that people don't know about. So that includes the budgeting, um, how to, the, the th basic things that they need to do in their financial life to be well and have peace and things like emergency funds and um, insurance and investing and things like that. I don't invest anyone's money. I don't sell any products or services. Um, it's education, but I think, you know, we say about money, it's about 20% head knowledge and 80% behavior. So a lot of what I do is kind of the behavioral aspect of it. And it's really getting to your why. Like, why is money such a struggle for you? What is, what kind of caused you to get into the situation that you're in? What kind of fears or hangups do you have around money? Because yeah, it's, you put a budget on, down on paper. It looks pretty easy. You're like, sure, I'll just spend this, this, and this. And at the end of the month, I'll have that. And it's really not. We all know that. We all know that every single day we have to make decisions about money and it can be difficult. So it's, it, I'd say most people I work for with for three to six months, um, six months being the ideal amount of time. And we meet once a month and walk through kind of the taxable things related to their budget, um, kind of helping for people in relationship. Actually, the relational issues around money are really, really important to tackle. Um, a lot of the issues that people have in their marriages have to do with money. And so we, we talk through those things. 
Um, so it's it just, I'm, a, I'm an accountability partner for a lot of people in that way. Um, just like, like as if you would hire a personal trainer or a nutritionist, someone to keep, help you stay on track, answer questions, kind of support you, provide. And so I, I say I um, understand your situation. I provide information and then give you hope. So there's a, the, th- the three things I strive to do in coaching. Oh, I love that so much because I feel like we do that need that accountability. Yeah, not just in <laughs> in fitness or nutrition, but also in this huge part. How are you going to be able to pay for all those things if you aren't yeah. able to budget that? And I know like for me, like you created this budget spreadsheet for me and it was so it's so helpful because I'm not great at that but you are so good at that (laughs) and so just to have a place to write all that stuff down and um, but like you said it's it's easy to do that part even sometimes it might not be the easiest but then actually like taking action and I love that you educate like that's the huge part of it is educating people because back to what we said before is that's kind of where it all started is like we don't know like we don't know how to manage our money we don't know how to manage a budget we don't know how to do these things so that you're you're actually taking the time to educate people I love that yeah and you're so good at it (laughs) oh thanks Nikki it's easy to be good at stuff you love you know yes yes and you're super passionate about it and and it i it really helps too that you have gone through it like you know what it feels like to be in debt to have this burden and this feeling of overwhelm and everything but you just kind of like you said you put your head down and you just went for it and you did it so now you're able to use that experience to help other people and that's huge yeah absolutely so uh, what what do you do if you're feeling overwhelmed? Like if someone right now is thinking, I am in so much debt, I don't know where to start, I don't know what to do, where do I go from here? Yeah, um, so the first thing I say is write it, write it all down. Um, in your head, you have things coming at you from every direction. You're like, oh, there's that bill, and this bill came in, and I owe that person money. Write every single thing down that you owe for the next month. Write down your income and just get it all on paper right? Dates when things are owed. And I know that sounds so simple, but I, I promise you, you're not doing it. If you're feeling overwhelmed, you are not looking at your problem. You're kind of building it up in your head because you feel like you're getting like death by a thousand cuts, right? So write it all down um, first. And then after it's all written down, you have to focus on what we call the four walls. So the four things that really are super critical to keeping your life intact, which is your home, your, your house, food, utilities, keep the bills paid, and like transportation, clothing, like very, very basic stuff. I, for most people, I don't think clothing is really necessity unless your children, probably growing children, but keep, keep those things current. And then after that, then you can tackle everything else. But whatever you do, stay on time with your rent, your, your utilities, and feed yourself basic food and then kind of go from there after that. The third thing, if you're overwhelmed, is ask for help. Um, I can't, there's absolutely no substitute for community in your life. And you, whether it's from a financial coach, you go to DaveRamsey.com and find a coach in your area, or you just ask someone that you know that has like their money situation figured out. Don't ask your broke friend. Don't ask, you know, your broke uncle. 
go to your friend that you know has got it under control and ask them for help. If they can't help you, they will point you in the right direction. But I bet you they could give you some basic advice. Um, and just don't, don't add shame and feeling bad to the situation that you're already feeling, which is extremely stressed out and overwhelmed. So those are my three tips for that. Great advice. I love it. <laughs> and how can people get in touch with you if they're if they're thinking, man, I can't do this, I need help, how can they get a hold of you? Sure, you can, um, on Facebook, my Facebook page is Be Simply Strong, and you can find me there and send me a message. Um, you can email me at um, Julie M, as in Mary Gannon, at Gmail, and I'll help you, um, happy to talk to anyone for 15, 20 minutes, um, absolutely no charge, just want to make sure that everyone's feeling comfortable to reach out because I know reaching out is the hardest part about asking for help with money. Yeah, definitely. And I will put that in the show notes for everyone too. So they can just go to the show notes and email Julie for help because she honestly, she's amazing. She loves what she does. She's so passionate and so wise in this area. And I just want to say thank you for being that friend for me and just really, um, it's been, yeah, just knowing that I can call on you and ask you questions. It's been so helpful for me. So thank you. Well, of course, Nikki. Um, do you have any final pieces of like money advice or financial wisdom that you would like to give the listener? Um, my last plug, I think, has to be about a budget. Um, and if you think a budget is restrictive, I, I challenge you to make a budget. And a budget does not have to be restrictive. It can actually be extremely freeing. Um, it allows you to feel good about the choices that you're making. Say you want to take a massage, you get, get a massage, and you don't know really if you can afford it or not. So you do it, but you feel bad about it. If you had a budget, you could put your massage in your budget, go to your massage and feel absolutely free and clear, like this was the best thing I could have done for me and I can afford it. So I would really challenge everyone to make a budget and just, send me a message um, on Facebook or shoot me an email. If you want a budget template, I'm happy to send one to you. And so that will be my last uh, note of the day. That That's really good too, because I feel like, and I'm a huge advocate for writing stuff down. So the fact that you said that, cause I'm, I tell clients too, even for coaching, just like you have so much going on in your head that if you don't write it down, it's just going to keep circling, keep circling and it has nowhere to go. And so I think that's also true for budgeting as well Is like, you don't know what you have until you have it all laid out in front of you and you won't find that freedom. Cause I feel like another thing too, is people think that routines are, you know, they take away that freedom, but really it's the opposite. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. <laughs> so I think we can both agree on that level. Well, thank you so much, Julie, for chatting with me today about this topic that needs to be talked about and that needs to be addressed. So thank you so much. Thanks, Nikki. It was so fun. The topic of money is difficult to discuss, but I am so glad that we were able to open up this conversation to get it started, to get you thinking about your finances, about the debts that need to be paid off. So I hope you enjoyed this episode. Make sure to refer back to the show notes to get Julie's contact information. And I will also put a couple of books that 
are recommended, a book that a couple books that Julie recommends and some other books about financial peace and just working through this problem in this situation. So I hope this was helpful for you and you enjoyed this interview today. Thank you so much for listening. And remember, your true identity is not what you do, but who you are. And you are awesome.